Frank Skinner is here. Frank, I'm, I'm so sorry that you uh, you failed in your bid to become Pope. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, it was it was a half-hearted campaign. Looking back, really, <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty well nailed on. In I knew as an insider. But it, you, it, it, we have got our first Pope Frank. Yeah, Francis. Well, that's the annoying thing is that. Um, I was saving that name for myself, obviously, so uh, it's not going to happen. I could be, I qualify. If you're, if you're a baptised male Catholic, you can be Pope. You don't have to be a priest or anything like that. Has is, is there ever been a rags to riches, well, you know, uh, for want of a better phrase, Pope um, story? Uh, no, I don't know the answer to that. I'm not sure that there has been just... Uh, oh, there was, there was a guy called... Um, uh, one who went on to become Saint Clementine V, Pope Clementine V. I don't think he, I think he was a monk originally, but he only lasted a few weeks and he didn't like it. He was the last one to to walk. That's a Hollywood film waiting to happen, isn't it? Yeah, it was a bit. Like, it was a bit like when Ke- when obscurity. Keegan when Keegan left the England job. It was a bit like that. He he taken he taken the church <laughs> as far as he could take. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're here to uh, you're here to celebrate your fourth birthday at Absolute Radio. And uh, can I talk through the way I remember it and see if I'm right? Please so, do. So in my, in my memory, you were you were down and out. Um, you've been hit very hard by the financial crisis of that's, of 2008. That's correct. Um, you you were still doing your little comedy sketches on stage. And, skip, and my skip. You, yeah, you'd still doing those, and you'd um, you'd, you'd, you'd publish this little book, but but things were going badly for you, and and I out of pity had you as a guest on the show, mm. and I said to you, Frank, Frank, you should go on the radio, and then from there it burgeoned. Yeah, Is I think how you remember it. I think I think you were referring to uh, working as a minicab driver as well when you <laughs> said go on the radio, but it was all misunderstood. It was pretty much like that. And uh, things completely changed. It was that it was that moment that you get in Hollywood films, where you bump into the big producer and he says, "You know, you could be a star." Oh, this is this is good for me just to have some kind, however faint, some kind of attachment to success. Yeah, definitely. Feels, uh, you were feels good to me. You were um, the wind beneath my wing. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mention that in your acceptance at the Sony Awards. No, but just... but next time. Having, um, <laughs> having been to a lot of TV awards over the years, do the people at the radio awards seem seem stranger? Well, um, I don't know. I'm so um, exhausted by the time it gets around to the, the proper awards. It's it's the, it is the night, longest, <laughs> most tedious ceremony, but always with a... Because Chris Evans presents it, there's always a sort of edge to the evening. <laughs> so one can never completely relax. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more like being in court. <laughs> Uh, but uh, that, at least he's ninety-five percent enthusiasm with uh, with the the, the odd uh, knife in there and there. Yeah, five percent malice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I, you know, as you say, it, it, keep, it keeps the evening chugging along. But it makes me anxious. I must say, what is the fourth anniversary? What is that? You know, the first one is paper. Oh, and is it is it like? Cobalt, Teflon. I don't like, know. I don't know if Teflon qualifies. They're, it, all, uh, they're all basic. Right, uh, right. But wood. Not, it could be wood. Well, congratulations on uh, on on wood. Yeah, thanks. Um, and and you you're one of those rare DJs in that you get to play some music of your own choosing. Like so, uh, for example, I'm just going to um, see. This is my excuse to blast out a bit of the fall on uh, on weekday radio. Ah, okay. So do you play a, f- a record by the fall every week? I did, and then as a New Year's resolution, I thought that the audience have had enough, because there was no... It created no enthusiastic response, only <laughs> p- people saying, please stop. Um, 
And because if, if you're not familiar with the fall, it, it mainly sounds like a man shouting in a storm. <laughs> uh, and so in the end, I decide to let them off the hook. Have you played any George Formby yet? Because I know you're a fan. No, I think, you know, I, I do get, I get two records an hour of my own choice, but they have to be run past the head of music at Absolute. Ah. And if I really push it to the limit, I get little notes saying, Do you really? Mm, I'm not sure I, about my this. impression is, you, I mean, this is the same with you, Annabelle. Do you feel like Frank is all powerful and he can do as he pleases? Yeah, do what you want, yeah. Now that's if I'd got the Pope's job. <laughs> I'm actually speaking ex cathedra at the moment, so yes, you're right. I've, I've got some uh, George Formby on my iPod, which I've just plugged in. I can show Fantastic. you how to plug your iPod. Would you rather, um, Mother, what do I do now, or in my little snapshot album? Oh, in my little snapshot album. That's got the best um, solo of them all. Just, we probably can't go with the whole thing. No, now blast. I'm a young because this is the refrain, really, you want to, you want to cut to the chase. Yeah, yeah. Sounds fantastic, It's very difficult to find George Formby on the radio these days, even in an internet age. You can see where the Arctic Monkeys got their act from. <laughs> and Oasis. It's all there. <laughs> hey, is it true that when you do your radio show here at Absolute, um, they, they bring you pastries and croissants and so on? No. Oh, we, 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 these rumours go around. Yeah, I can uh, oh, imagine what it's like. You want to see what it's like during... I know we're saying it's, it's like Claudius or uh, Caligula. I know, what, but there's all sorts of talk about this, but I don't have fancy decorations right in the studio like some people do. I think do, fancy but. is stretching it. It's pound shop chic. I like it. It's sort of tiki. It is tiki. It's like yeah. a tiki bar. Uh, well, we should play something other than the Fallen Frank um, um, George Formby and then we'll talk some more to Frank. Why? Because you know what they're like downstairs. You get a note, I'd get the sack. <laughs> Do you want to you can sit in the daddy chair for a while if you'd, you'd rather? Is no, it weird no, sitting that, on that side? That wouldn't be right. And also, I don't know if I'd be comfortable on that uh, chrysanthemum throne. <laughs> um, Annabelle. Uh, any um, any tenuous connections to Frank that you could share with him? Yes, uh, this is from Gary in Doncaster. He says, I went to watch Black Sabbath in Birmingham a few years back. Whilst waiting in the car park after the gig, Frank walked past my car looking very puzzled. I guess he'd forgotten where he'd parked. Is, is that what had happened? Um, well, I, I, I don't know, but I'll tell you what happened, what did happen that night. I drove back to London after that gig and I went into my flat and... Uh, I, went, I walked through the hallway, went in, made a cup of tea, walked back through the hallway, and I thought, something different, isn't there? And my manager had bought me uh, an upright piano and put an enormous bow on it as a present. <laughs> and I'd walked past it twice. <laughs> and that just goes to show what Black Sabbath can do to a man's orientation. You're very trusting letting a manager have keys to your flat as well. Well, no, I think he'd got them from my personal assistant. It was, there was some skullduggery, but right, it, was, right, it, was, right. it was, you know, it was good intentions. Uh, what else have we got on the go today? Um, oh, where can you never sh n where can you never show your face again? Where can I never show my face again? Uh, Capital Radio probably having criticised them heavily on the right. In fact, all other stations, <laughs> I've completely uh, nailed my colours to the mask as far as, as absolute. This is this, you painted yourself into a corner. You can't actually leave. Now. Yeah, in purple paint as well, of course. Of course, uh, uh, but it's uh, I do. If you listen to other radio stations, they tend to be certainly the other commercial ones are appalling. Their playlists are yeah. unbearable. You might sometimes play something on here and think, oh. But honestly, if you was on Smooth FM, <laughs> it, oh, so we, we should uh, we should count thank our, our lucky stars. We definitely. should count our, count our blessings. Are like even better. Uh, where did you, where did you find Emily from? Who's on the show with you? Well, I've known Emily for a long time, and when Absolute said you want to do a show, um, and I said, can I have like people with me? 
She was my first phone call, even though she'd never done any radio. I just knew she'd be brilliant. And she did the show on her own the other week. She did a very good job of it. She, yeah, she hosted it. I thought she did slightly too good. You know when someone sits in for you and you, you want them to do well, but you don't want them... Yes. I should have taken the approach, the Christian O'Connell approach. You put Andy Bush and you give him nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you give him no chance. And that's the way to play it. But, of course, she was fantastic, yeah. And has, has the power gone to her head at all? Um, well, it's funny you should say that. But I've, I've picked up on a couple of things. I was very uh, praising. I mean, we got emails that said, you know, this is the, the best this show's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> Someone used the phrase, the dream team. <laughs> this was a week I wasn't on. So it was... Uh, but she was. I listened to it, and she was properly good. And there's something... I think there should be more um, females leading the uh, leading the posse on this Definitely. I've, I've asked you to on a number of occasions, but you've declined, Annabelle. Yeah, I don't want to lead you. That'd be weird. It'd be like being mum to my mum. But when Jeff... <laughs> Jeff do you have holidays, Jeff? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you, yeah. yeah you, you go away at the same time. Yeah. That's a bit suspicious. You're the sort of people that come in... Slightly staggered arrival yeah. in the office in the morning, the, the so list, no one gets suspicious. The listeners enjoy the Ross Rachel thing we've uh, we've got. Oh, going I see. Well, they won't they? No, I'd, I'd like to hear Annabelle uh, at the helm. Well, she, you do a show on the seventies uh, station. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't try and palm her off. <laughs> <laughs> One of the dabs. <laughs> Hey, you've got your... Uh, Bits your... and dabs, that's what we call that. <laughs> you've got your son, Buzz, with you today, isn't I have. Do you, do you often bring him into the radio show? Uh, I've brought him... I don't bring him in on Saturday mornings, but I, he, he comes... He's, it's a very handy... Because it's quite central, um, absolute. If he needs feeding or something, mm. then it's, it's a handy... Or changing. It is. I'll bring him... I basically use it as a, as a changing. Are you like unit. the rest of us, like, you'll be doing a show and think, oh, I've got no toilet paper at home, I've got no milk. Oh, hang on a minute, there's an infinite supply here. Well, I don't actually get the bottle in deliberately but if I'm I like it it's, it's, it's something lovely and communal about it because I've never worked in an office for a very long time yeah it must be nice having a place to go so yeah you can pop in you can sit on people's desks and chat to them yeah although there, there is you know office appropriate behaviour which probably wasn't around the last time you worked in a communal oh god no no it was um, there was none of that uh, HR, HR hadn't been invented <laughs> did you um, did you have your phone hacked no to my to my uh disgrace i didn't i mean it, it, it was the ultimate test about who's a celebrity yeah. and who isn't so when you think i didn't and diamond did <laughs> I, I, that was a pretty stern call to my management i can tell you what's going on because it's been back in the news again today and i was wondering if a man in your position you know because as as you uh, you've wrote and spoken about quite candidly you took a hit in the financial crisis i did i mean that that could be a real boon that might be why i didn't get hacked yeah. because um i had to i had to just use a landline <laughs> <laughs> the mobile was one of the things that went no, that, that was that uh, was that was as close as i've been to difficulty for about 20 odd years uh, but here you are now. You're back on, on top, Frank. Look at back. you now. I don't know about on there top. There are second acts. <laughs> I don't know what... I'm hanging from an eve, <laughs> is what I'm doing. But, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's, it's all lovely. And you've got uh, plenty of stuff going on. The telly room 101 is back on, and that, that's very That's very coming well. back, and, uh, yeah, I don't... Look, I don't, I don't feel any obligation to plug. <laughs> it's all fine. I'm just trying to, <laughs> I'm just trying to leave you with a good feeling, you know, like okay. everything's going well in my life. I sat in this room four years ago, and I was at a low ebb, and, lo and look at me now. <laughs> I don't. Th I think of things like you know. I remember when I was with David Baddiel when um, Germany were absolutely trouncing us in the last World Cup, and I leaned across after the fourth goal and said, "You know, we've got some soft mints in the van." <laughs> That's the way to look at it. <laughs> oh, 
you'll always be happy. <laughs> exactly. If not a little simple. Um, well, Frank, thanks, uh, thanks for coming. And, and will you stay? I don't mean like will you stay now because I know you've got a buzz outside, but um, will you stay here at Absolute Radio? Yeah, why wouldn't I? Have you heard anything I don't know? <laughs> I have a feeling that I might stay, but the station might disappear from around me, like someone dismantling a flat pack. Uh, well, happy fourth radio birthday. Thank you. We haven't established what it is.